You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's both scripture readings, the common theme that we have is about leadership. The first reading from the book of Kings speaks about political and pastoral leadership. We are told that David was feeble, he was weak, his end was near. And so he had to prepare his son Solomon to take over the throne. And what was his final advice to his son before he departed from this world? He said to Solomon, Be strong and show yourself a man. Observing the injunctions of the Lord your God, following his ways and keeping his laws, his commandments, all that stands written in the law of Moses, so that you may be successful in all that you do and undertake. My dear brothers and sisters, we must take note that in the Old Testament, the king was not simply a political king or even a military warrior. He was also the chosen chosen leader appointed by God. He was considered the anointed one. And so the king was not just appointed to govern the people, but he was also given the responsibility of being the representative of Yahweh, who is ultimately the king. As we read in the response to the psalm, you, Lord, are the ruler of all. So the king was called to exercise political, military, and pastoral leadership on behalf of Yahweh. If that were the case, then it was important, therefore, that the king of Israel must be one who was in contact with God. And that is why when David told Solomon, show yourself a man, to show himself as a man was more than just having manly qualities in terms of political and uh, military skills and courage. More importantly, he was called to be godly in virtues so that he can truly be the deputy the anointed one appointed by God. And so to do this, the only instructions that David gave to Solomon was to observe the ways of the Lord, to observe all the commandments the Lord has given to them, so that he will be wise, so that he will walk the way of truth, the way of love. And most of all, when and if he were obedient, to the laws of God, the people be united as a covenant people and all together they will be united and they will be able to withstand all the attacks from their enemies. That was the only uh, exhortation and reminder that David gave to King Solomon. My dear brothers and sisters, 
we too who exercise political, corporate or secular leadership, we too must remember that in our own capacity, all of us are pastors of the one flock of God. All of us are responsible for those people under our care. We cannot imagine or cannot reduce our leadership simply to a political or corporate leadership in terms of getting things done. But more importantly, we are called to be shepherds after the sheep of God that has been given to us to be cared for. And therefore, it is important that we must also put on the mind of God in the way we exercise our leadership. We also need to be godly in terms of virtues so that those whom we govern, they too will be able to become the person that God wants them to be. And this is a great responsibility for all of us. And that is why those of us who are in leadership, we must always be in connection with God. We must be close to God, listening to God, so that we will be able to be prudent, to be wise, and most of all, to act justly and always for the interests of those under our charge. This is true for every form of leadership. A person who is uh, in touch with God, a person who obeys the commandments, will be able to guide his people wisely. That is on the level of a political and pastoral leadership. And ultimately, every form of leadership is at the service of the people of God. In the gospel, we have a different form of leadership. In the gospel of St. Mark, we are talking about spiritual and pastoral leadership. You notice whether it is spiritual or political or secular, at the end of the day, pastoral leadership is for all. In whatever we do, we are called to be pastors. But in the Gospel of Mark, we are talking about spiritual and pastoral leadership. Jesus, we know, appointed the twelve and sent them out in pairs to do the work that he gave them to do. And so what is the work of spiritual leaders in terms of pastoral leadership? We are told they were called to preach repentance. Repentance means simply to proclaim the truth. And that is what spiritual leaders are asked to do in today's world. But of course, we know that preaching repentance, preaching the truth, is perhaps the most difficult task for any religious leaders today. Because the world is so relative, so uh, diverse in views, that it is very difficult today to speak about truth, to speak about the gospel. And a leader who tries to speak about truth will always face rejection, persecution, and being misunderstood. That was the case for Jesus, that was the case for the apostles, and it was the case for all of us today. In proclaiming the truth is what is necessary, a prerequisite for repentance. If people cannot hear the truth, 
we cannot talk about repentance of heart. And that is a great challenge for those of us who are exercising spiritual leadership. So spiritual leadership is not just being nice, being good to people. It is really a call to repent so that people walk in truth and in love. And secondly, we are told that spiritual leadership involves uh, total dependence also on God, simply because, again, we are being authorized by our Lord. Our spiritual leaders, at the end of the day, they are being appointed by our Lord. And that is why we are told that uh, Jesus, uh, he summoned the twelve, he gave them authority. We must never forget that spiritual authority is not something that we invest upon ourselves. It is always delegated, it is always given. And therefore, those of us who exercise spiritual leadership, once again, must be even more conscious that our authority comes from God, and therefore, we do not exercise authority on our own accord. According to to our whims and fancies, we are a delegated authority, and therefore, we must always respect and remember that it is the Lord that we are called to uh, exercise authority in his name. And for that reason, all the more that those of us who are deputized by the Lord to exercise spiritual and pastoral leadership over his flock, then we are called uh, to be totally dependent on him. And that is why he told the disciples in, not to take anything to wear sandals and uh, no bread, no haversack. This is partly because the mission is urgent, so they should not be focused on all the non-essentials. But there is also another reason, so that they will depend on the Lord, not on themselves, not on their ingenuity, not on their intelligence, but always remembering that it is the Lord who will help them, it is the Lord who will empower them, so that they will remember and I think this is very important. Huh? In fact, I come to realize uh, more and more as a priest and as a bishop, actually, it, uh, nothing is my own, honestly. Everything that I have, every gift that I have, where I am today, it is really a blessing from God. It is really the contribution of the people of God. There is nothing, actually, that I can really say I own it because... Uh, it is given. Everything is given. And I think it's very important for us, even as leaders, to always remind ourselves that all that we have has been given somehow. And we are just using what the Lord has given to us to give back to Him and to give to the community. It is not something, therefore, that we can say it is truly our own. And this is where a leader, therefore, is called to remember that it is the Lord that is appointing them and delegating them. And that is how the apostles felt. Delegating them not only just to proclaim the gospel, but also to exercise uh, charity and love and healing. And that is why, again, we are told the apostles were asked to cast out devils, anointed many sick people with oil and cure them. Basically, spiritual leaders, again, it is not a very simple task. It is to heal to bring people together and to give people hope, give people courage in times of difficulties. That is what spiritual leaders are called to do. So if you are one of those spiritual leaders, whether 
religious or lay people, always bear that in mind. At the end of the day, we want to bring healing to society, uh, unity, healing to the divisions in the world, in family life. That is the whole uh, calling of uh, exercising our spiritual leadership and pastoral leadership. And uh, this is where the Lord is inviting us today to reflect and to see whether we will be able to be true to him. So, my dear brothers and sisters, uh, today let us ask the Lord for this grace as we continue to exercise leadership on his behalf and uh, that we will continue to rely on him in all that we do. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.